0: This week in League, what do the hosts of this very show have in common with Robert Louis? More news after the jump.
1: A Dragons player attempts to sell his 2010 Premiership ring on eBay, but we know it wasn't Jamie Soward. He'll never let filthy hobbitses get their hands on his precious.
0: Tim Sheen's is sacked from a job he wasn't doing and offered a job that doesn't exist. Now I don't want to sound like the boy who cried decline, but Tiger's in motherfucking decline.
1: And we'll review all of the action from the third round of the final series. We'll and more, this week in League.
0: Welcome to episode 106 of This Week in League, I'm Nate, And I'm Glenn. So, what do the two hosts of this show have in common with Robert Louis? After Mad Monday... Do we deliver
1: the punchline or do
0: After Mad Monday, the three of our wives end up in hospital. (laughs) That's how it's been. Um, Yes. You're... you're, uh, your wonderful fucking year has continued. Your yes, wonderful, your wonderful month. month or two months has, has continued unabated. Yes. Uh, with your wife ending up in hospital and for the uh, fourth time in a month. Fourth time in a month, and uh, only only getting only leaving hospital yesterday. Yes. And then uh, my wife is in hospital from three a.m. on Monday morning, um, and she just got out at about two o'clock this afternoon as we record this. So, yeah, awesome.
1: So we're taking auditions for new wives. Yep. These ones are old and busted.
0: And I don't want to be like in like, and this is not a racist thing to say this, but nothing made in Taiwan or South Africa. Or actually. South
1: Africa, my wife was made in South Africa, out of glass. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> and one was just made you know, in in Macau or, or, or Taiwan or wherever, like stuff that just breaks is made essentially. <laughs> Campbelltown. So yeah, um, so uh, all the direct all self all selfies and boob shots to uh to this week in league yes. TWI league on Twitter, and um. No guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And disclaimer, means, disclaimer, I disclaimer. And I specifically say that.
1: Because Sam I, won't no. be sending photos of himself again.
0: And also because I don't want to get anything with Blake Ferguson, because <laughs> you know that he loves to take a selfie as he well. He does.
1: He does. And when we say boob shots, Cambo, none of yours, thanks, mate.
0: No thanks, Cambo. Um, look, just, just use your comment's sense. if you
1: think that we'd like it. <laughs> <laughs> We're into some weird shit. But we who's uh, just we're not into your boobs,
0: yeah, yeah. mate. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else we want to start off the show with?
1: Um, no, I think uh, we should just hook straight in.
0: Oh no, I'm going to hook into alpha brain, on it.com, all that sort of stuff, because we need to keep pushing that because it's basically paying to keep the show on the air, which is fantastic. Yes. So uh, go to onni grab yourself some. Uh, look, I would recommend um, if you want to give something a try first, probably a flagship AlphaBrain is, is a good thing to start on, especially if you're not a. Um, if you're not someone that's, like, actually, you know, exercising properly. Um, but if you want to get into... If you want to get into you exercise, want to be a smart
1: motherfucker. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And, I mean, that's something... It's something that can benefit everyone, whether, you know, you're leading, like, a sedentary lifestyle or not. Um, you can... I mean, because, you know, if you're working a desk job, I mean, concentration is key. And for me, I'm very easily distracted by things like Twitter and, you know, this show and shit like that. And Twitter. My boobs. And yeah, exactly. So so for me, you know, anything that focuses me more is a, is a fucking plus. So I mean, you know, Mainly you can actually boobs. benefit, uh, you know, not through, you know, it's, this is not something It's like an exercise supplement. But if you do want an exercise supplement, uh, I definitely recommend uh <laughs> Sport. And um, I saw uh, on Twitter the other day that Mark DeMori's is having a crack at it.
1: Is he? Yeah. I wonder if he used the uh, code. Should hit him up.
0: Should hit him up, yeah. he's yeah. an AFL fan. Yeah, well, I love I'll, the man. I would, imagine, I would imagine. Future it, heavyweight champion in the world. I would imagine he would be uh, getting it for free anyway, from you know, he'd have some sort of sponsorship deal with a supplement fucking shop. Oh, bullshit. Because he actually saw it. He actually took a picture of it. He saw it at like a supplement shop. You know, it must have been in Perth or something. Really? And yeah. Stockist, yeah, yeah, if there, you will. Yeah, there are people that stock it uh, in Australia. So, um, but in any case. I wonder
1: it, how much they charge us. Maybe it's cheaper just to just pay the fucking freight.
0: Yeah. Well, and not the
1: cheap ass freight, like people like Mick Tracy, aka yeah. Short Arm Deep Pockets. <laughs>
0: If you're going if you're going to if you're going to, uh, if you're going to uh, order from onit.com, uh, use the code TWIL and you'll get 10% off. And when it comes to picking the shipping, pick the uh the express one or the fast whatever the faster of the two options. I can't remember what the actual wording is. Unless you want to wait a fucking long time. If you want to wait a fucking long time, by all means pick the by regular. By all one. means
1: pick the cheap ass option, like yeah. Mick Tracy did, but because he's a cheap ass.
0: You'll be waiting a month at minimum. Least minimum a month if you go the faster one though you know you'll get it in like a week to 10 days can your, much. Can your
1: plans for world domination can they wait that long
0: can they mine couldn't yeah exactly i made the mistake of going the uh did you go you went the fast one first straight you know? yeah. away never got slow. See, I went the other one and so it was good it was a lesson learned for us that so we knew that the fucking never to be used again the slow shipping that's right so you so, were
1: a, you know a good four to six weeks behind taking you over the world we've caught up you caught yep, up yep. we're taking over the world together now exactly but I had to carry your ass for a little while. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T.com. they got heaps of other things as well. I mean, um, yeah, check, check their whole range. Uh, see what you know what suits you. I mean, for me, it's just Alpha Brain and the uh, Shrimp Tech Sport. But uh, after the freaking year, the winter we had with, you know, flues and shit like that, with those little Petri dishes that you call, you know, children... Yes. And Run into other children, get sick, bring it back, kill the whole family. Um, yeah.
1: I can honestly say Alpha Brain and Shroom Tech Immune have got me through the last month. Slash Red Bull. Bourbons. But I've really not... I've been really wary, given everything that's gone on, of yeah. hitting the bourbons. Yeah. It's a slippery slope, Nathan. <laughs> it's a slippery slope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you take your food. Yeah, take your I'm first. sitting there
1: and I'm like, just have a couple of quiet bourbons. And the next thing, I'm walking through the city naked with my underpants on my head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're offering to sell some dude a cheeseburger for some crack. <laughs> News. First story, tigers in decline again. It's you, not a fucking story. You can't stop <laughs> That's a these. lifestyle. It's like, you can't stop these guys from declining. I mean, I'm sure if uh, the village people were still together, they could make a song. There's a, you can't stop the declining.
1: Do you hear know the new summer attraction at Wet n Wild theme park? What? A really fucking steep, never-ending water slide that just goes straight down.
0: And is it called the West Tigers? <laughs>
1: it's called the West Tigers.
0: <laughs> the Stephen Humpsbury's Express. <laughs>
1: And you ride a little Tim Sheens floaty all the way to the bottom.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you grab onto that, though, and, you, and it doesn't do anything for you. You just die with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's got no air in it. There's really nothing you can do to save yourself, really, when you, when you get on that slippery slope. It's, got a lot of hot, it's actually got a lot of hot air in it, but it doesn't last very long. So Tim Sheens, uh, as everyone knows well and truly by now, he's been sacked as the head coach of the Tigers, but offered a senior, quotes, senior role to mm. remain at the club. And by uh,
1: senior, we mean going to bingo and uh, playing bowls.
0: Yeah, pretty and much.
1: Doing poos in his pants, putting everything uncontrollably. down controllably, putting
0: everything down the pokies, etc., yes. etc. But um, yeah, uh, they they had a press conference uh, the other day and um they were very you know uh, what would you say respectful and very you know glowing in their praise for what Sheen's has done at the club. Uh, they said that he had been offered a role um, as they should have been. Clearly, they do not want to pay nine hundred thousand dollars out because he had a stipulation in his contract that if he was marched. They would have to pay him the final two years of his contract, which is no, nine hundred grand. I don't think, given the financial troubles that are fairly well documented, with even West coming out the other day and saying that the Balmain side, you know, can't can't keep up with payments. And they, you well, know.
1: let's let's um, you know, people say what they want about Westies and about Magpies. Mm-hmm. Um, West Campbelltown. Yep, very very rich club. Yeah. very rich club. And
0: apparently they're actually doing the lion's share of their obligations as far as keeping the merger alive. So you know what? This could be the beginning of a great thing for you personally. It might they might you know they might do the Northern Eagles thing, asshole
1: Balmain be mag- out, Ma- the, and then be go the back magpies. to being the
0: Maggies. Yeah, I mean, how would that be? You'd wouldn't, love it, wouldn't it? Be
1: great to see the Magpies resurrected, Nathan.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like the buy. I mean, those free two points would be like if they brought Robbie Farah, hooker and captain of, of the Western Suburbs Magpies,
1: resurrection, <laughs> resurrected. I mean you know Benji Marshall will be playing for the Warriors by then so
0: water boy Trevor Cogger
1: <laughs> I'd love it he could sl- grow his hair long again <laughs> yeah. grow his moustache back so get- saw an interview with him on west dot uh, com uh, recently yep. short hair and no moustache like uh-huh. Samson's lost his hair It's
0: become metrosexual like
1: Ron Jeremy's cut his <laughs> penis in half
0: <laughs> Roy Masters would probably Fucking have a brain aneurysm And you know that's you know, I don't want to wish He was on the bad guy But you know Anything that stops him Writing bullshit in a newspaper Well that's um, true Now you want to talk about seniors? Yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the, I can I can go give quotes from the the actual press release that came out. Uh, he was one of the he was the first coach of our first ever premiership team, and he'll always have a place in the history of the West Tigers. He'd been offered a position, and we'd love to see him continue in a senior role in our club. And to be fair to Tim, this has happened all quite suddenly. So they've decided to uh, create a subcommittee, which I think has senior players and it has uh, Stephen Humphreys and a couple other people in there as well. And they're going to basically. Uh, I guess, you know, come to the selection process that's going to ultimately pick the next head coach. I think Robbie and Benji are actually in, involved in, in that group. Um,
1: and who so, else? Just them?
0: No, not just them. There's probably some other people as well. Adam I mean Blair, Humph- maybe? Humphreys would be there, probably like assistant coaches and stuff. But I mean, I think as far as players, are, you know, Benji and Robbie are probably the ones that they want the input from because they apparently, um, you know, had a massive falling out with Sheens when, you know, Bowen and it started looking like they were going to leave. And the which is strange don't really talk for Benji
1: because he's he said you know in his book which was a you know New York uh, New York Times bestseller uh, said that he was um, I mean,
0: you, York in York, York is as in you know, the, the small county in, in the United Kingdom
1: <laughs> <laughs> York uh, York which is a suburb of Campbelltown in New York after it was burnt to the ground by vandals um, sold a lot of copies of that book there yeah uh, yeah look Benji has said that he, he does look up to him as a bit of a father figure and a mentor, and it's a bit sad to hear that their relationship is, is a bit strained. But can only be a good thing for the club with with a bit of a clean out and players going to be more accountable, um, and hopefully, you know, the coach is going to be more accountable for his results.
0: Yeah. Any yeah. new
1: coach that comes on board.
0: Exactly. I would love to be a fly on the wall in the, the, the apparently explosive confrontation that Benji had with Stephen Humphreys after uh, Hino and, and Bo after it all came out last week they mm-hmm. left Cause, um, I'd take do you think he dis-
1: shoved a big mac in his face
0: well I think he took him Took him. to he said let's have a meeting where are we going to have a meeting how about McDonald's what time 3am yeah and you know from there you know read, into,
1: read into that what you will yeah bit, we, you know we don't like slapping, to
0: speculate on this shit bitch slapping and shoot um, so yeah so I don't really want to speculate when I'm on there but I mean I, I would love to have been flying the wall to see what he actually said because did you see the footage show last week
1: Yes. Oh, I saw the I saw the a Benji snippet the next day.
0: Did you see the, the Bo Ryan bit? No. Where they had like the the you know the, the tearful,
1: you know no, didn't want didn't
0: want to leave but I'm leaving mm. thing you know but they they allocated about 15 minutes to it. Wow. Like they had like a one on one thing. Yeah. So, it's strange um, strange that,
1: for yeah. the Tigers to have done that given Bo's value off the field. Yeah. You know that's right. And that's right. I guess I mean,
0: I, know, I mean like he doesn't you know he's basically just goes between Jim Field Jim and Field.
1: Oh, he's made a couple yeah. of cameos on the footy mm-hmm. show.
0: Oh, yeah, occasionally those skits. Yeah, occasionally, I don't think I, I don't know that actually that was by choice though. No, it's probably it's an easy target, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> soft target. But yeah, so I think it's probably a good thing for Tigers. But um, it is funny though that their coach leaves at the end of the season, and they, they have to lose so many players before it actually happens. And whereas we were we being manly was supposed to be in such a dire state of affairs when Des left, and somehow we managed to retain. All the players Two different scenarios.
1: Keep- I guess the, the, the thought with Manly was that players were going to leave because they were so attached to the coach. Yeah. And the thought with the Tigers was that players wouldn't leave because they were so attached to the coach. And yeah. everything fell apart when they realized that that wasn't actually the case. He <laughs> <laughs> was marching them. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wonder, I mean, they have their recruitment guy. What's his name? Um, Warren McDonald. Warren McDonald. I mean. Scourge on the club you think he'd have to go as well, because he'd, you'd think that, I mean, Tim Sheens would obviously be directing him towards the sort of players he'd want to have in the squad. But Let's,
1: Tim Sheens is not the type of bloke that's going to have someone say, you know what, Tim? going to get this player.
0: Yeah, righto. I'll cop
1: that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get- He's we'll- going to go, you know what? I want that guy. Go get him.
0: Let's fuck off half the side for Adam Lair. Yeah. Yeah. Shit <laughs> like that.
1: And any motherfucker that agrees to that...
0: <laughs> yeah, needs to, needs to not only be fired from their job, but they need yeah. to be fired from. A Hopefully,
1: he's assistant. Uh, you know, one of his assistants at the Warriors. Yep. If he does go there and he doesn't take up the senior's position.
0: So then I had a, I had a little bit at the end of this article here saying, in happier news for the club, they've at least moved to stop the rot by officially opening discussions to extend Robbie Farris' stay at the club. But, that was the first story. that This was the first story I compiled for the show tonight. Yeah. Then by when the I time finished wrote the and I went story, back, <laughs> and when I went back at the end to see if anything else that needed to be put into the show, I noticed another article that appeared saying that, uh, uh, I think it's uh, Sam Ayoub, uh, said that, it's news to fuck? us. <laughs> the Tigers haven't done shit. I mean, we're delighted that they would like to keep Robbie, but they haven't said a word to us. So that's actually a lie, Humphreys. Mm. You lying-ass liar. Um, yeah,
1: he's uh, he's not covering himself in glory in this whole situation, is he? There's yeah. a lot of people uh, up in arms over, you know, guys that did want to keep Sheenzy or, or didn't want to keep Sheenzy uh, uh, universally panning Humphreys. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've, I've seen some supporters as well on Twitter and Facebook and things like that, but... He's um he's got some work to do to to you know put the polish back on his reputation.
0: At the start of the year, you would never have thought that the West Tigers would be more of a shambles in in the head, you would office, head office than, you would than Parramatta. In, well, I mean that's a harsh call, mate. Just Come saying. On. Just saying. Come on. Just saying. I mean, Parramatta signed like all the dudes, like you know Ken C O and Ryan and all the younger. I mean, and Chris Sandow. Well, they, they brought him in you know, before the year. I mean, I'm sorry, at the end of this year, that's what the shambles within Justin, Parramatta
1: Justin Poor, Shane Shackleton, those sort of guys, yeah.
0: Well, Shane Shackleton, I mean, they had a good sense to fuck him over to Penrith, didn't they? Well, they did. <laughs> so it took them a while. This is what I'm saying. I mean, they steadied the ship <laughs> through the season.
1: Right. So now you're painting Parramatta in a
0: favourable light just to get the Tigers score. Well, Pretty much, yeah. yeah. What I'm saying is... It's, it's a you're new life what, what I'm saying is you're probably going to get the spoon next year.
1: We'll see. I'll, I'll take so, that challenge. Accepted.
0: So, 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 buy some shares in Betty Crocker. <laughs> What's um, Michael Crocker's mum got to do with this? Yeah, yeah, she's got a better chin than him. Uh, <laughs> unknown St George player has tried to sell his 2010 premiership ring. A still anonymous member of the 2010 Grand Final squad. He's been trying to sell it online, eBay, in fact, for fifteen thousand dollars. Now I actually found it on eBay. It's been, it's still on there. You can see it, but it says this is a uh, this this auction has been closed or withdrawn or something like that. But um, yeah, the St George, they're baffled. Um, they uh, they prompted Dragon officials to contact players to check if their rings had been stolen. But then um, the item was unlisted. The online seller responded to emails from the Daily Telegraph who were asking, obviously investigating it. And uh, the guy did reply to them and said, I was selling it for a player who didn't want it known who he was. He's decided after you contacting me to end the sale and keep the ring to avoid any negative publicity for himself or his family. So... Um, While there was strong speculation about the authenticity of the item, the actual person selling it had a a strong eBay rating. They'd had previous sales. It wasn't just an account, you know, created for this one purpose. Uh, A bit of background on the rings. Uh, Z and Z Jeweler in Sydney, they create 20 rings each year for the NRL. 17 go to the players who take the field, three given to the coach, chairman and chief executive. But the club can, uh, at their own expense order more of the rings to give to players for example in 2010 Wayne Bennett he insisted that more were made for backroom staff and those players who did not play in the grand final but who had contributed to the season so I don't I'm not sure I don't have a figure here of how many rings are out there for St. George but it sounds like Benny would you know it, it would probably be reasonable to say you know maybe 10 from the sounds of it if he's given to players and you know back you know and staff
1: you know I'd like to put an asterisk on this and I'd like to say allegedly hmm But clearly, it's Jamie Soud. Despite what we said at the start of the show to make a funny joke. It's clearly Jamie Soud, Nathan.
0: I wonder if it's players that, yeah, that have left and maybe, you know...
1: It's Jamie Soud because we all know that motherfucker's a rock star, not Liberace. He's got yeah. no use for a fucking ring. Yeah. Plus, he's probably racked up, you know, $15,000 worth of gambling debts. He mm. needs to
0: pay him off by selling his ring on eBay. Just
1: yeah. saying. I mean, just paint a picture
0: yeah yeah Just find a picture several players privately expressed anger that someone would try and sell the ring, which is valued at about six thousand dollars. uh Peter Dow said I was very surprised to find a dragon's two thousand and ten premiership rings for sale on eBay, given everything it takes to win a Premiership, I find it hard to believe that someone would want to sell one, and we would therefore question the authenticity of the ring that was for sale on eBay. I saw the pictures though they had pictures of it like in the in like a lined case and out of the you know it, was, it looked they looked the, the business to me let me um, let
1: me paint another picture,
0: yep Ben Cray. yep.
1: Yeah. Sat there one night, drunk on a few shandies. Yep. The cold, hard truth started to hit him. And he thought about 2010, he thought, he didn't earn that fucking ring.
0: Thought how much whiskers you could buy with 15 grand. That's a lot of whiskers. Now, That's a lot to... of kibble. I, I, I it's, say it's a, a lot, lot of kibble
1: and it's a lot of replacement uh, kitty litter yep. for your litter box. Yep. Buy himself a new scratchy pile.
0: A little snappy Tom.
1: I'll tell you there's a number of scenarios here, and each one is more sorted than last.
0: The funny thing is, the owner of Z and Z Jewel has said, uh, I think $15,000 is too much for it. They have a value of about $6,000. Every year, winning teams order more, and I remember the, order, the Dragons ordered quite a lot the year they won. So it's funny that they say, no, the value, the cost of the ring is $6,000. Yeah. I dare say the value is, you know, mate, it might not be $15,000, but, you know, $15,000, like, say they get like, you know, a 2008 Manly one. That's fucking. Deep. That for memorability purposes, I'd pay that for sure. I mean, because they don't have just the physical value of the of but the diamonds and the gold that goes into them. No, that, you know that's I mean? very true. There's like, but there's a lot of extra value. It's worth much
1: g- more to a player than it is to a fan.
0: Yeah. The not? fuck
1: would a fan go and sit there on their fat ass on their couch? Yeah. And yeah, to look I mean, like, at the premiership ring.
0: Yeah, but if you like memorabilia and stuff, I mean, like that's like a. a Almost impossible yeah. to get piece of memorabilia. Yeah, I, you know what I mean? Like, I like take your point. Just I the just rarity don't. of it. I mean, they wouldn't. You wouldn't wear it around and be like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, I won the two thousand. Fucking scored to try again.
1: <laughs> I guess if it was from the dragon, you probably probably <laughs> have said, I, "I was probably as good as some of the players that did you just participate bought, in the I, grand I mean, final."
0: Like say hypothetically, you know, you you got like, uh, you know, Michael Robinson's one. You would be going around, "Fuck yeah, got a hat trick in the <laughs> grand final, can't <laughs> you?" Yeah. No. Well, what do no. you think?
1: Everyone's been calling me Robbo all this fucking time, man.
0: Yeah, I didn't get this. I didn't just get the Wang Man name because of what i oh, yeah. packing down here, son. <laughs> so yeah, um person who's selling it, geez, you'd have to be, you know, you'd have to be fucking desperate because fifteen thousand dollars, you know, to some people it's like a, a fortune, but to a, a NRL player who presumably has been on, you know, at least you know decent each Let's say like they're not, you know, not a superstar, but let's say Gosh, like boy. a like hundred fifty grand. Oh. No, I don't think Wayne even would have given him one, would he? <laughs> <laughs> he was playing for Shell Harbour probably in 2010, wasn't he? <laughs> if he gave one to I oh, seriously, I'd punch him in the face. I bet Desi didn't give one to Cuthbert <laughs> in 2008. Bet I bet he didn't. <laughs> All right, uh, next one, just a short one. Brad Fitler has joined Laurie Daly's coaching team for the Blues. Um, he's the first signing, I guess, for the coaching staff. Um Daly said, Freddie's an origin legend and it'll be great having blokes like Freddie around camp. He's coached at NRL Level 2. He's very experienced. Fitler said, I love New South Wales and I'll do what I can to help the Blues win. Jim Dimmick and Matt Parrish have agreed to return as assistant coaches, although Matt Parrish may not be available because he is uh, certainly one of the top three front runners to be named as West Tigers coach.
1: Brad is also in line for an assistant job and Jim Dimick's also been thrown into the mix as a head coach for the West Tigers as well. I mean...
0: Yeah. Sign them all up. If I was Dimmie, you know, Dimmy could probably be all right.
1: Why don't we just have as many coaches as we have players? That
0: would be fantastic. There's no salary cap for coaches either, is there?
1: There'd be no way Tiger's coaching staff would be in decline.
0: No, no. But, I mean, you know, there'd be too many, you know, the whole too many Chiefs thing.
1: Yeah, but none of them really, none of them first grade coach standard. You set it up no, like a... Chiefs. You set it up like an NFL... They're all Indians.
0: You set it up like an NFL side and just be like, there's a dude whose job is just to coach the pack and yeah. that's it.
1: What do you do? <laughs> uh, I'm Benji's kicking coach. I mean, Maybe you're not earning much, mate.
0: <laughs> well, they could, they could, they could do fucking hiring some Darren Darryl Halligan, actually, yeah.
1: couldn't they? What do you do? I'm um, Tim Maltzen's catching coach. <laughs> fucking. How long you been I'm off work, I'm, mate? I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, Tim, I'm, I'm Tim Maltzen's injury prevention. <laughs> coach. I've been on
1: work cover for the last two seasons.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm Lottie Takiri's hat trick coach. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And there it is.
0: The funny thing, they could get a uh, they, they could get um they could get uh, a to be his hat trick coach because he's called more than fucking Lottie lot <laughs> Okay, next one, another short one. Willie Mason is going to step into the ring. Uh, he's going to headline the next edition of New Zealand's Fight for Life Boxing Extravaganza. So it's going to take place. Um, in, on uh, December the 15th and uh, it actually I saw it pop up on my timeline on Twitter and that was it turns out that was probably the first real news about his involvement he tweeted uh you know, I'll try, I'm not going to read it in his voice, uh, even given the terrible spelling. Uh, just at the airport, about to head to NZ to promote a fight I'm having in December. It's a great cause, fight for life for men's prostate cancer. So clearly he's going to be in the heavyweight division given his size. Uh, they don't know who it's going to be, but it's going to be a league versus rugby format. Uh, and he's going to be the captain of the league side. So I'd imagine people get less famous from there. <laughs> so, wow. Wow. Um, I'd imagine, you know, that it's not something they'd put Sonny Bill on because he's, you know, as far as boxing is concerned... He's, he's a pro. He's a pro. I mean, like, he can he can certainly knock a can over. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, certainly... He's had he's professional like, fights. But I mean, you've got to have a certain
1: amount of ability to be able to do that.
0: You know the first, you know how it works for the first 20 fights for a professional <laughs> boxer's career, though.
1: Um, can I just say, it's, it's actually good that Willie is getting behind this because he actually lost his father, um, not to prostate cancer, but to cancer... Uh, a number of years ago, and it's good to, you know, hopefully I do raise a bit of cash, and, and you know, we can laugh about it all we want, and yeah. whatever names they might get on it, but if they do raise a bit of cash for a great cause,
0: then, then good on them. I wonder who's going to be on there, like Monty Beaton would probably be a, he a contender. Fight. He can he, fight, he's an axe.
1: I don't know about, uh, Willie Mason's obviously, you know, fight fitness and, and footy How about, like, for like
0: former All Blacks and <coughs> stuff? I don't know, I don't, I don't follow rugby at I hope at they fight all, better so than I, they
1: fucking tackle.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, because it's going to be, it's going to be league versus rugby, so, I mean, I imagine you'd be looking at probably... You know, former All Blacks, or yeah, probably you know most likely going to be Kiwi players. I mean, they could probably get some Australian ones, but I mean, you know, who scraps there? Get John Eels in there? Oh,
1: nobody. <laughs> exactly. Nobody's <laughs> perfect. Um, where was it going? Oh, that's uh, Willie Mason. Yeah. He can throw a right hand. Yeah. Can't remember that Nufty Poms name that he knocked out in that Test match, but yeah. fuck, it was a sweet right on the button, right yeah. cross. Yeah. So if he's still Good got those night. skills.
0: He's still got those skills, you know.
1: You don't lose those skills, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> you do not lose those skills. You either got it or you don't. And he put his lights out. And it was beautiful to watch. I remember watching that game with my old man. Yeah. And I was just and Dad's like, I don't like him as a football player, but I like him as a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> Could not stand Willie Mason, my yeah. old man he rated his punching ability.
0: But he got some respect for him after <laughs> yeah, that. So uh, so uh this is it's actually going to be live in New Zealand on pay-per-view as well. So, uh, we might as well hit up um, some stream or something. It'll no doubt be there. Yeah. Next one. Josh Papali has elected to play for Queensland, which of is strange yes. because he, he's represented the Junior Kiwis uh, two years in a row, uh, has said before that he's um, New Zealand all the way, but... Now he's elected to play for Queensland. Uh, he said uh, that opting to uh, try and chase a spot for in the Maroons was the right decision. So he was born in New Zealand, and I think he was over here when he was about six. I think and raised in Brisbane from that point on. Um, he had to choose, uh, and people are saying it's the financial side of things that might have got him over the line because the uh, state of origin players are looking like they're going to get about fifty grand a game coming up, Holy while shit. Kiwi players get five grand per match for New Zealand uh, for a Test match. So. Um, And he did say uh, that rugby league was a business. He wanted to look after his family. Um, And his quote was, As a family, we made a call that I would go with Queensland. You can't always make everyone happy. I would love to do do both, but you can't have two separate lives. I've got the passion to play for Queensland. I've always wanted to play. I always cried if they lost, and it's always been a passion of mine to try and get there. New Zealand is still in my mind, but I've been in Queensland since I was young. So
1: He's probably got a legitimate claim to, to play for Queensland. He's played for the yeah, junior, yeah. Queen, I mean, he, junior Kiwis in the last you know recent It's times. not it's, like it he's some it, it's sense. not like
0: he's some edge case or anything. I mean he's he's actually you know, he's the, the textbook, you know, yeah. you've lived in both, you're born in one, you you, know, you can actually choose. And mm-hmm. so he's made his choice. So I don't really have a lot of problem with it. The people who have no. problems with it are the Kiwis. Really. Well rightfully so. But my point is Josh Papali, Coinsland. It's like that it's like that Martin Kennedy thing that happened yeah. two years ago. Like, like
1: Martin Kennedy, he'd be like Fucking! Can someone sign me up? Find some New Zealand heritage, and I can get five grand a game.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I remember they talking all that big tug of war thing I'm working out for me. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, yeah, you, know, you look at the the guys that are you know in line. He for had Origin one good best.
1: game against the West Tigers, who can't play well against them.
0: Yeah, exactly. And they're talking about, oh, he's going to be an Origin guy. So there's a big tug of war thing in the paper, blah blah. He would not be fucking sixth in line prop to play for Queensland. Mm. Oh, maybe he's moved up one since Petro's gone. Yep. But honestly. Ridiculous. And, you know, Papali, you know, he's 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 going well. He's only twenty. You know, maybe in the future it might be an issue for him. But I think that he'd be more likely, you know, take the five grands now for Kiwis and just fucking Tony Carroll it later. Yeah. You know <laughs> Get your fifty grand, get I just, your 50s when you can get your I 50s. just
1: find that you know, these sort of stories do make they make a lot of noise about them. but at the end of the day, like as far as back rowers go, Queensland's fairly set. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, they blooded Tio this year. They've
0: mm-hmm.
1: got Thayday Miles. Taylor, fucking God knows why, but he's still getting a run. Mm-hmm. Tio's there. Yep. Fuck me dead. Ashley Harrison. Actually, Harrison. Still Harrison.
0: around, yeah. He, You know, and they're not- the a- Dallas Johnson. You can just keep Look, fucking going yeah. forever. And, and
1: Queensland do stick with incumbents. I mean, you know, maybe they'll blood him in five years' time. And Yeah. You know, he could have played a lot of test matches at five grand a pop.
0: Yeah, and I'm also, you've got Cassiano- He's under the pump to make a final decision as well because they're saying that it could turn into this big standoff where Cassiano is named in both the Kiwis and the Kangaroo squads after the grand final's done and dusted.
1: Well, that'd just be fucking ridiculous.
0: Yeah. uh, Tony Kemp, who's the high-performance general manager for the New Zealand Rugby League...
1: What a fucking tough job he'd have.
0: Yeah. He said uh, he's hoping to hear from Cassiano about his representative plans today, meaning Wednesday. If he doesn't, he's going to proceed on the basis that he has pledged his future to the Kiwis in writing and name him in a test squad to face the kangaroos in Townsville on October 13th seriously though
1: high performance yeah manager for New Zealand he should have been sacked a just, long time ago what's he just having coffee with Benji every Wednesday that's it
0: well no he's just he basically
1: Benji's like should we invite Kieran for him he's like, mate this is a high performance
0: group yeah as in
1: just me and you Benji that's in, it as
0: in you've got to be high on drugs <laughs> <that's> actually... <laughs> and get the munchies and go to McDonald's at 3am and do some fucking boxing rounds Um. anyway so, Australia, they're expected that they're going to do the same thing. I don't think Australia really particularly needs to name Cassiano, uh, you know.
1: So, like, seriously, they, all these bitches are going to be regretting it next year when Sunny Bill comes back and they've got the opportunity to be in the dressing room, Sunny Bill comes out of the shower, I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying, they're going to regret that you chose Australia slash Queensland then, aren't you?
0: Yeah, so what they're saying is... um are he- going to be all Steamy.
1: He's gonna be there and next, a towel. Year's going to be f- next year's
0: gonna be next year's gonna be fucking unbearable when that idiot's playing again.
1: Steamy and
0: oh. towel and Oh I look forward to every East the steam I look forward to every rooster's recap next year, I really do. Steam and stuff. It's gonna be a delight. Terry Towling. and Bill. So there's a mooted eligibility rule that's gonna prevent players who move to Australia after the age of fifteen from playing state of origin. Um But also saying that won't from, that won't stop them representing <laughs> Australia though. Oh fucking I mean? hell! But, but Australia, but Australia, you know, likes people to be uh, to be eligible for origin. If you can't they, they say play a for a state problem.
1: within Australia, well, how can you play for Australia?
0: I know, I know. Fucking hell! I know, it's a joke. It's ludicrous, Nathan. It is. It is absolutely ludicrous, and I'm, and quite frankly, as a as a member of the West Tigers, I'm disgusted in it. New memberships running out, hasn't it? Has it? Yeah, I, th- I see the emails that they that they want me to renew. And I went, <laughs> oh, the timing was impeccable. the
1: club's in it. the biggest crisis of its history, and it's like, hey, can we have some money, please?
0: Yeah, and I'm and and I'm not sure what their sales pitch is because I see the the subject line and just fucking delete it.
1: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> but I'm fucking, sure it's I'm sure with it's the great the timing value. of a Jehovah's Witness,
0: <laughs> I'm sure it's delightful. Though I'm sure that I'm sure that our uh, membership will have its rewards next year. If in lols. if they were paying in lols. <laughs> yeah, if they were paying in lols. Recaps, 2012 Telstra Finals Series. And we had the preliminary finals last weekend, and unfortunately, on the Friday night game, the Melbourne Storm 40 defeated the Manly Sea Eagles 12. The points there was a double to Cronk, a double to Slater, uh, Chambers, Bromwich, Proctor got tries. Barker's Cameron Smith trials. ended up with five of eight, which is a crazy statistic because he looked He's like zero, he was zero fucking, from three. He looked like he was going to get one from ten the way he was going, <laughs> and uh, and Widop got a goal as well. Uh, Manly all points. Jamie Lyon two tries, two goals. Is there anyone having a dig, Jamie Lyon? Yeah, well, there were a couple having a dig, but Jamie Lyon was, yeah, certainly he was one of the three or four, for sure. And he was certainly the best of the ones that were having a dig. I mean, well, the most successful because he actually, you know, got fucking points on the board. But, oh, holy fucking hell. What, what a you bunch got to of to say, buddy? Players.
1: Well, I mean, It's sad that, the, the, no you excuses. know, team, you know, every team's got a performance like that in them over the course of a season.
0: So Not even over the course of a season, though. This is, this is literally over the course of me watching them play since, like, fucking... This is the worst they've played. 1982 or 1983. It's probably it's probably not. But like you know, I can't remember every single game that I've ever watched. You know, you only tend to you know, literally you asked you ask me about games that happened through the nineties, and you know, I can remember some finals games and obviously grand finals, and uh, you know, the games that had incidents like you know when um when uh, Ian Roberts beat of Gary Jack, and like games that I personally attended. I mean, those games I'll remember. But yeah, that's no, back like you to know, this game where so, you lost forty to twelve. Yeah, so I mean, this is the thing. You, know, you don't remember, but for me, it's definitely the worst performance since, um, like, the club came, the, the split of the merger, and it's actually it's probably it's probably worse than any performances the Northern Eagles had, and in that I include a game where the Northern Eagles in the last round. I can't remember what year it was, but it was the final round, and if they won, they were going to scrape into the eight. in uh, in the first or second year I think it was and it was at Brookvale and they ended up getting beaten by like 60 or had 60 put on them by like Penrith who were like close to the bottom if not the bottom and like I say I rate it worse than that Jesus because it's this is the thing Melbourne Storm have got nothing to do with this game it could have been fucking Parramatta it could have been it could have been any. It could have been under. It could have been the fucking West Mitchie under sevens. Could have been the West Tigers. It could be the West Tigers. It could very well have been West. It, it could, literally could have been any team in the comp, any team in New South Wales Cup, and probably any Toyota Cup side. Cow nuns. I mean, who's the, who's the worst fucking Toyota Cup side? I mean, Titans had billions of points put on them towards you know, the end it's of
1: the season. Not West Tigers grand finalists.
0: Yeah, well, we will actually we'll, we'll touch on that later on, actually, because uh, yeah. Korobedicteri, he uh he got a hat trick. Korubatiri. He he actually he got a hat trick in that game, but we'll get back to that. Um so yeah, I mean Of course he did. Like it's it's quicker it's it's easier to list the players that actually had to go. I mean, like Melbourne Storm they did what they had to do, but I think in this final series they haven't been tested, and we'll probably get to it when we talk about the grand final, but I they haven't been tested yet because South imploded but it's fucking Marley imploded far worse. And they weren't forced into imploding either. I mean, this was completely unforced shit. Um and the, the players I'm going to give credit to, if a player's not mentioned on this list, then the player can can uh, assume that they played like a fucking retard. So um, Jamie Lyon goes without saying legend. God among men. Brett Stewart, I thought he, try, he tried pretty hard, played pretty well. And his defense certainly saved many, many more points being scored. Um, Joe Nud, as always, legend, unheralded player. Uh, and it's incredible to me that, you know, was it in 2008 Eight that Russell Crowe told him he should go and be a priest, and then he went and had a Parramatta Grand Final in 2009, yeah. and he's won a, won a Grand Final in 2011, and still playing like an absolute gen- like he, he's not a he's not a, a flashy player, but fucking he's a forward that actually runs tries to run through the line every time he carts a ball up and, and such does a, a vali- fairly good job of it. Yeah, and just like such a valuable player, I wish they'd stand him a couple of places to the left and, you know, and had a bench T-Rex and let let would have a go because he, he smashed through them just as easily, I think, just because he actually runs with a run-up and, you know, runs with some passion and shit. Um, who else am I going to mention? Maybe, I'll, I'll give the benefit of the doubt to uh, Darcy as well because he actually, it didn't seem like he made any mistakes and he actually, like, he's he actually improved as the years gone on. And um, when you've got guys like Jason King dropping the ball, like, fucking, like, from the pass from dummy half, not even in a tackle, just dropping it twice, and he had things like Glenn Stewart, um, knocking the ball on at the back of a scrum and he had the T-Rex you know just fucking gronking it up like just every time he was within 10 metres of the ball something drop happened my. drop mo drop mo yep yeah, I mean it's just ridiculous. I mean, and I have a feeling that they're like it just seemed like they. I mean I think they are pretty tired it's been a tough uh, very very tough season but you know you had no, a thing to, to do had a to back
1: to up a premiership victory, Nathan. And
0: you had a lot... West no, no. Tigers
1: 2006 can testify to that fact.
0: Had a lot... Of, yeah, I mean, they flicked the 2005 premiership. Let's be fair. I'll
1: fucking kick you in the nuts. <laughs> I will.
0: But, I mean, they seem to be... And, and the thing is, I think they really... I, oh, They've been playing injured for so long and they've been getting away with it and I just think that they, just, that they thought they could do it forever. But to me, it seemed like Glenn Stewart was definitely injured to the point where I don't think he would have played if it was a... Like a, if it was a regular premiership round, and you know, I think he probably wouldn't have played. I think what Mo was probably, uh, maybe not as bad, but close. Then you had that, still King, knocked up to Jason, the eyeballs, yeah, probably. Jason King, he probably wouldn't have played if it had, you know, if it was a, a regular round, and he shouldn't have played because, I mean, he was fucking terrible. Um, and then Matai, actually, the first legitimate injury that he's had in, fucking, in, in as long as I can remember clearly blew a hamstring, clear, clearly blew a hamstring, and rather than, like, you know, there was no option. Who are you going to hook him for? Put T-Rex out there? Fuck out of here. Um, yeah, so let's play a guy with one leg, and that's where nearly all the Melbourne's points came from. So, fucking genius. I mean, yeah, you know, why wouldn't you put Dean Vare in the, on the on the bench or something if there were yeah. players, if you knew players that were dodgy? Because Dean Vare I was in the side, but then he was a late withdrawal. I mean, so I wouldn't have, you know. Look, I think... Um- Oh, and Oldfield, Melbourne. he was okay too. I mean he was you know he didn't have much to do out there on the right but um you know, he was you know not disgraceful.
1: I think Manly they had their worst performance of the season as I said and and at the same time I think Melbourne's attack um with the exception of Cam Smith's goal kick, I think Melbourne's attack <laughs> they capitalized on the opportunities that were presented to them they played their same robotic um, field position um, and possession game yep. and the opportunities that Manly presented him with were just like gold to them
0: okay. and they, I mean because um, I think they had ended up having like you know somewhere between 67 and 70% possession yeah. across you the just, entire game you can't
1: give them that much ball no, um, some exactly. of the tries they scored were, were spectacular um, and that was a result of, of having so much ball and so much good field position they just wore Manly into the ground um,
0: to, to be fair Manly were worn into the ground after the first set of six
1: <laughs> and I think Cooper Cronk um he had a great game, and it just makes you wonder where the fuck did Cooper Cronk come from? Like he—he's come from not nowhere. Melbourne. Sorry, not Melbourne. Definitely doesn't come from <laughs> Melbourne, but <coughs> he's come from nowhere to become probably the most dominant halfback in the NRL. Hmm. Is there a more dominant halfback in the NRL? I'm, than just, Cooper Cronk? I'm, just,
0: I'm just running it through running through rain. It's not, possibly, yeah. not. Poss- possibly not. Possibly not.
1: Thurston's playing five eight, yeah, and he's, and he's not He's, he's not anyway. a catch on Cronk this season. As I said
0: last week, you know, been henceforth proven he's an average player anyway. So I mean, he doesn't go in that. Um, so was, he's, he's Bronco, from... Like, has they got of they he got a halfback? What's he?
1: What's he from? Like Brisbane North or something? Yeah,
0: I don't, I'm not. I, he was t- running around there, and I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I don't. I don't know where he came from, but he did end up at Brisbane North, and therefore through the feeder system to, yeah. to Storm. Yeah.
1: Just yeah, it's amazing. He's not like a highly touted lower, you know, like. Junior that's come through yeah. the ranks or whatever, it's and just, he's even
0: been playing like you know even since he's been playing first grade. He's never been you know it's just like the last maybe two years where he's sort of taken a bit more. Uh, maybe yeah. it's because they've had to leak a few players and you know a bit more of focus has kind of sort of come on his shoulders and you know he goes from there.
1: Um, Jamie Lawrence lost none of his speed,
0: which is surprising. When he,
1: Slater made that break, to he doesn't to look
0: like he doesn't look like a Maserati, but he definitely doesn't. But he he, he pulled away from from Slater when um,
1: he made the break. He um. There was no one within, you know, no yeah. one was catching him. But also, when Slater made his break, he came yep. from the other side of the field and and yep. got to him. Yep. Yeah, Slater, he, fair enough. Slater still scored, but he's the
0: only dude. He's the only dude fucking playing out there. I mean, you know, one hundred percent. Just having having an absolute. And he's team. supposed to have. And he's supposed to have like a, a a high calf strain as well. Yeah. I mean, there's no way that shit was healed up. So no. despite that, he's still yeah ridiculous.
1: And like he looked every bit as quick as what he did in at Para in Buddy yeah. two thousand one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, you know, when he just was untouchable.
0: Yep, I love the guy, and I think, and he he demands to be uh, the sole sole captain next year as well, and rightfully so. You, Jason King,
1: another video rest debacle with the with Slater's first try. Possibly
0: they probably say it's like they're getting worse every week too. That's probably the it. Really is, and that's
1: you know we'll get to it. um, You know when we touch on the grand final, but you know. The a the the commission's got a big off season ahead as far as what they do to get this right. I don't think NRL fans are going to put up with another season of this bullshit. Yeah. It's going to be a fucking vault.
0: The thing is now, so it's, it's you know now it's even like you know where there's there's no doubt whatsoever. I mean like if you only had the front viewpoint, like if you're looking from the dead ball line towards the try line, mm. you could see Slater and you could see the arm and you could go, oh yeah, you know it's hard to say, but then when you see that side on viewpoint coming from the infield out. And you just clearly you just it just drops the ball, and you're like, "Fucking what?"
1: Yeah, I mean, it, uh, I don't know. It's it's had a, a huge effect on this game, but you know, if a team loses a grand final yeah. on a decision like that, regardless of who it is, and regardless of what you think of those respective teams,
0: yeah,
1: th- that's a fucking travesty, and that's yeah. not what the game should be about, and that's not what people follow the game for.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm wild enough when to lose fucking uh, like a round two. Yeah. game like on oh, yeah, some bullshit like that and you had like been that. last season against yeah. Parramatta yeah yeah, exactly but you know, can you imagine on, it, yeah. you imagine it well yeah because I mean, it was fucking disgraceful it was disgraceful it was Joe
1: Montana shit
0: i disgraceful as that Green Bay Packers you see the Green Bay Packers versus the Seahawks one yesterday or the day before
1: yeah <laughs> that's fucking Look, if tremendous they, if that billion dollar enterprise can't get it right I don't know what fucking hope the thing is they have oh,
0: replacement refs at the moment because the owners didn't want to agree to like I think it was like a pay thing dispute with the proper refs, so they got yeah. replacement so refs. So what do they just
1: give so, some homeless dudes jobs? Well, we must have some
0: experience. In any case, it's not like the NRL where these are supposed to be the you know it's, pinnacle. It's not like we got you know Perinara and fucking Luke Phillips in the you know and and uh, that bird the the badger bird in, yeah. in, in the box. You know we got these guys are supposed to be the fucking top line referees and they're still behaving like imbeciles. Um,
1: so well, yeah. Melbourne earned their spot in the grand final. They um, they took on their nemesis. Um, they they had the advantage of a of a hometown crowd, and unfortunately, Manly didn't offer much resistance, and, and that's the school line we ended up with.
0: And um, and just give the, the final game for a couple of Manly players, and in the uh, in the uh, the esteemed colours um, to Dean Varro. I wish him all the best over at Penrith. Uh, Always remember his hat-trick on debut against the Cowboys in Townsville, and he could have scored four if he didn't, like, throw a charity try off to to Wang Man after he'd got his hat-trick. Oldie, Michael Oldfield, he's going to the Roosters. Uh, Hopefully he gets more first-grade time over there. Um, Never forget the 80-minute... 80th minute try he scored to sink the Sharkies in 2011 that also spawned the Sharkman 05 incident. Uh, so it's very critical to the, to the development of this show. Um, and also, you know, well done in the semi against the Cowboys last week with a, with a powerful and uh, critical double uh, of, of ultimately fair tries. And, um, and Darcy, of course, my mate Darcy, last week, best luck with the yields. I think he'll be back someday. Uh, he's, he's a manly boy through and through. and um, Clearly, he's nice leaving the club. He's just going to, uh, well, he, you know what he's doing?
1: Superannuation.
0: Exactly. Well, it's not superannuation, but it's only like his 2nd This is, It'll be yeah. his third year of... Uh, Once baseball.
1: Parramatta kill his career, it'll be fucking superannuation. Don't worry <laughs> about that.
0: Yeah, exactly. And uh, and if I haven't mentioned any departing Manly players, uh, you know, too bad, so sad. It's probably because I don't want to fill this up with C-bombs. Um, let's move to... Oh, sorry, one more thing. Before I hit Twitter, I've, I almost fucking forgot. I don't know if you saw it uh, on Facebook or on Twitter, but um, our friend, or my friend, Bones... The uh, possibly, or certainly, one of the two most uh, most loyal manly fans in terms of travelling to games. A friend of mine. This this guy uh, has, a cock. has missed one or two. He missed one game through injury, like a back injury that actually happened uh, after the Newcastle game. He went on Brookvale over and was kicking goals and slipped on his back and fucked his back, so he missed the next home game. But, uh, <laughs> so I think he's missed two games in the, at least, like probably the last two or three seasons, and which means he's you know he sort of went to the World Club Challenge. He's been to all the Kiwi games, Townsville, like everywhere. Perth uh, against the Warriors uh, a couple of months ago, um, he got on the field. At the Melbourne Storm game on the weekend, on Sunday and Friday night, uh, for the halftime uh, passing and kicking competition, and the prize was to win like a year supply of Anzac biscuits. And he ultimately won, and it was this big like one meter slab of like Anzac biscuit. So fuck, you know, good on you, Melbourne Storm. You're clearly throwing the prizes around, but fucking the, Anzac biscuits. Yeah, I oh, know, random, right? Um, so. <laughs> that, the videos on the videos on Facebook, I'll see if it's on YouTube, someone's probably YouTube. Anyone knows
1: Bones knows he's ice nice Vovo kind of guy.
0: <laughs> but he got on the field anyway and they had some guy, I can't remember who he was, some some uh, like maybe a guy off Fat Pizza or something like that, doing the MCing And um and it comes to Bones and and he's he's got the microphone and he's like sa so, you know, ask him, you know, what's your name? Puts the microphone in Bones' face, half time at Melbourne store, twenty-five thousand people in attendance and he just goes 40 nil, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Magnificent.
0: Magnificent. And then the next guy, um, I think it was Jason, who was going who to ask his name. When he asked his name, he didn't put the microphone in front of his face. He just sort of, he heard it and then he said and then he said it. So he obviously spoiled it for everyone. But um, that tremendous effort from Bones. Uh, and, you know, certainly the traveling that guy does just definitely deserve a better, a better night than that. And he's going for the Storm in the grand final just because, you know, hates Desi that much. So... It's well, tough. We'll talk about that, and we talk about the grand final. Baines is a cock. It's tough. Um, Twitter Eddie NZ seems like every team bowing out of the finals has played their worst footy of the season. it's it's possible. I think I think you know. I don't think the Cowboys played their worst footy of the season. I mean, they're they, were, they were fairly close, but certainly Souths in both their games they weren't they weren't much good. But we will get to South anyway. Canberra, yeah, well, you know they you know they had a win and a loss, so. Yeah. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, you know, fair ish.
1: I see where you come from.
0: Random hammer. Maybe if the ball was made of steel knocks, Manley would've held onto it. Possibly. And he's going hash junkies, hash sex pests. Then we got uh, Agreed. JR underscore buff. He tweeted this one to George Rose and us and he said, uh, looks like you can George Rose looks like you can carbo load all you want now. Let yourself go, it's been a long season. Hash mackers run. <laughs> uh Warm S underscore did I honest I can't honestly believe Manly played that bad. No excuses whatsoever. That was a performance fit for a bottom place side. I would incline to agree. GT three fifty one underscore Johns. Congrats Storm, played well, will be hard to beat. Manly left their worst for tonight. Shame the rest will again be the talking point. Um the see, ma-
1: see sometimes he comes out with some really rational, logical sort of shit.
0: Usually I find after games he usually has two tweets. And his first one's just like fucking gronk, 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 gronk. And then he, has, he settles down, has a time to think about it. Maybe like, you know, he stops drinking and you know, he starts to sober up a bit.
1: Takes a Vincent's powder.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah maybe it's like the tweet before he starts hitting his ouzo. I, I don't know. Uh, the Mango X. Wow, what a time to play the shittest game of the season. Hash, disappointing. Hash, fuck off T-Rex. Hash, tigers in decline. a <laughs> beater. Maybe we should have spent less time shopping today. And then she's putting in brackets. My Instagram was full of pics of manly players showing the shit they got. And I did, I saw that as well. I saw guys like, uh, well, it was actually, mostly it was actually guys that played okay, like Lusick and, and uh, Nullivow. Tofu though, he was one of them as well. Um, Yeah, they just went to like a, a Nike outlet or something, somewhere down there at in Melbourne and just fucking went ballistic with shoes and shit they bought. Well,
1: unless they traded their hands and feet in for whatever they got from the Nike shop, I don't think that you can use that as an excuse.
0: Yeah, exactly. Unless I caught shoplifting and, you know, it was like, you know, a thing where they literally Chop their chopped their hands off. Hands off. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Which nud- would
1: indicate why they played that way, but yeah. I don't think that was okay. <laughs>
0: Naju Manly show yet again what masters they are at rugby league. Teams can only play this poorly on purpose. Hash two-year plan. Hash Manly 2013.
1: It's very... I find it very interesting, Nathan, it's a credit to you, that that you managed to get through such a successful life and achieve so many things every day and Mm -hmm. every week,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: with that cockhead Nigel clinging so (laughs) hard to your (laughs) testicles.
0: Hey, it was a cold winter. Kept me warm. Unbelievable. (laughs) Maddog underscore no space. Thank Fuck Manly are out. Twitter will be gronk free till next season. Hash girly sea eagles, hash fuck manly. Well, unless you're planning to take a holiday now because merely aren't in the <laughs> final, son, <laughs> you're um, you actually you're making a very strong case to you know for Gronk of the year, um, Luke Shark seventy four, tonight's Benji Marshall goal clicking goal kicking masterclass presented by Cam Smith. Yeah, hash, yeah, it's a bit that way. Hash fucking woeful. Hash tigers in decline. <coughs> Uh, Jay, the Tigers have been out of the competition for two or three weeks at this point. They're still getting Tigers in the
1: clock. Yeah, but you know what? This show's still happening, and I'm still here. Yeah, so uh,
0: and you've still got a heart. keep coming. You've still got a heart, and it's still fun to stick daggers into it. <laughs> J Baby Royal. Fuck, I hate line, but you've got to give it to the man. He steps up when needed. Uh, Dragons underscore Red V. Seriously, the quality of refs has turned me off league big time. I've always loved the game, but lately it's come second to NFL. Sad.
1: T- yes, very sad.
0: TBI penguin. Just as Foreman was labelled a cheat, let me label Billy Slater a dirty cheating piece of shit.
1: No one said that ever.
0: Oh wait. <laughs> Tall Hayden. Some of these manly players look like they're they're playing for a West Tigers contract. <laughs> and let's move on to the next game.
1: God knows they need some players.
0: Yeah. Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs, 32. Defeated the South Sydney Rabbitohs, 8. The tries to the Dogs went to uh, double to Parrot. Uh, right Inu, Pritchard, Eastwood got tries as well. Inu was 4 of 7 on the goals. And uh, the Rabbitohs uh, tried to Luke and 2 from 2 from Adam Reynolds. In front of a crowd of just over 70k. So that's pretty good. Good crowd. It was pretty good. In, pretty, pretty, pretty good atmosphere. I thought
1: the, I thought the crowd was, was really good. And like you say, provided a great atmosphere for the game. Two Sydney-based clubs, and that, so they should have got out and supported him. Um, I think the Dogs were giving them a, a massive leg up when uh, Adam Reynolds went down with his hamstring injury. I think up to that point, Seuss uh, looked like they were actually, you know, warming to the task of the game, and I thought they were you know, getting ready to gain some ascendancy and take control, but um, they put yeah. so much... Who knew that there was so much emphasis in their game on... A fucking nineteen-year-old halfback.
0: Because he, you know, for the first half, at least the first half of the season, he wasn't anything more than just a warm body in the line, and someone yeah. to kick goals. So somewhere he's become a guy that actually controlled this team a bit. So you know, it worth well for, them for next year. But I think that I think the Rabbitohs are absolutely robbed once, yeah. Obviously, just by just by cruel fate with the injury to Reynolds. I mean, that's certainly. Um, Ended any opportunity they had to score points. Just the also,
1: reshuffle with with Luke having to go into the halves and then Pete's yeah. and, and Pete's Pete's a good dummy half and he's, he's Luke,
0: done the, he's done the job. But Luke has been on the next level shit yeah. the last two weeks when he's been a dummy half, like next level shit. Like he's been playing like the way that you know you remember that Luke played before yeah. he started concentrating on you know smacking people in the head and yeah. the tackles and sure you
1: know, Kiwi yeah. version of Paul Gallen circa two thousand eight
0: slash 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 Jake the Muss yeah that'll be slash Uncle Bully Um, so yeah but also fucking referees again this I mean you know people this is the beautiful thing of being on the record week in week out is everybody who listens to the show knows how I feel about the Rabbitohs They, they know I fucking hate them and I think they shouldn't have come back and been readmitted into the competition. Yes. That's that's, that's how I feel. I've stated it on many occasions. And I've stated through the course of this show this year and through the finals that I don't rate the South, South. I don't think that they should have even been in the finals. They're not a finals quality team. But they were absolutely fucking rorted by a passenger play when they were leading 8-6 at the time, I believe. Or 8-4, was it? And they were rorted by that fucking eight-point try. The first, yeah, It started with the eight-point try. It was a fair try, no doubt about it. Worth, definitely worth four points. The conversion was missed. It should what have
1: been. the fuck is a 110-kilo man supposed to do when he's running flat out?
0: And didn't really even make that sort of contact with him. He kind of went over the top of him because he was clearly trying to pull out of it. Mm. Um, Steve Mathai had a similar situation at the end of 2011 where he, he looked like he might have been suspended for the grand final because the same thing happened when he was trying to stop Yehi or someone scoring in the corner. And the same thing, he tried to pull out of it. And you could see he was trying to pull out of it. And so, he, you know, judiciary didn't do anything about it. On this occasion, what the fuck is... What, what is is meant what to do there? What is he supposed to do? And not only that...
1: It's c- a contact sport, and it's a hard one, probably the hardest sport um, outside of combat sports... Yeah. Um, ...on the planet. Yeah. If if people are going to be penalised for that...
0: And he didn't make... The, the thing is, he didn't make proper contact, and when you saw in the replay from the, the rear angle, when he went over over the top of him, he sort of hit him around the sort of hip and thigh mm. sort of region, but Perrots sort of looked up and gone to spring up... You know, celebrate a try, and then he's gone like, oh, and like laid down, like, what can I fucking get for this? Yeah. Which is exactly what he did after the Matai, the, the, you know, in the first round of the finals. Mm. He is an absolute fucking cat of the highest order. Um, And yeah, I I put on Twitter at the time, I said his new nickname is The Milkman. I like because it. Because he's the fucking milkman, and I said he would have been called Whiskers, but we already use it on Ben Cray. Yeah. fair call so, too. So yeah, The Milkman, absolute cat that plays for the dogs, and I just, you know... Just punch him in the fucking throat for being Yeah, an it cunt.
1: really did compound things, you know, after Reynolds' injury.
0: So that was the first thing because then that, that's actually what gave the Dogs the lead at that point. They yeah. they were they led 10-8. They missed the initial conversion from touch. So it went from like um, you know, a fair a fair eight all to uh, they were behind 10-8. And then immediately after that on the next set South got pinged for a high tackle it, was, it never at any stage even went approach the head yep. it didn't even bounce up it was, there was no, no contact whatsoever with the head and then the dogs uh, put on a try right on half time and so you've gone from
1: uh, as a direct result of that field position
0: a de- direct result so they've gone from uh, an 8-4 lead and in the space of like maybe two minutes of game time three minutes yep. of game time they're down 16-8 and they don't have Reynolds, so their their ability to, to score points, to chase down a lead, has gone. And you could see that that was just the end of them. You know, they were done at that point.
1: Well, they're not a, a side... You know, a lot's been said about the the lack of success for South Sydney over the last um, <coughs> fucking three decades. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that you could see that they were, over the course of the season, they really warmed to the task and, and you know, started to fit with, with Maguire's coaching. Yeah. Um but coming back from that sort of adversity is something you've got to learn over time and the fact that they, they haven't had the experience in the big games to to put that sort of performance together to pull a game out of the fire like that, they they just drop their heads and yeah. Unfortunately, you know, it was, it was too much to ask of them. I thought having said that, English still tried, um I think Sutton still had a go and Burgess as well, same as Mick Crocker, but Yeah, Maguire's actually
0: turned Maguire's actually turned Sutton into into like yeah. semi player at the moment. Yeah. And, and know, getting pe- better.
1: Agreed. It's, it's certainly given him consistency.
0: It's fucking mystifying to me how that was impossible. Mm. I mean, you know, he, he's, yeah, we've loved to kick him over the years. Well, you especially. But Dave Taylor, not speaking of people who like to kick. Oh, what a fucking horrible...
1: Unbelievable. Like, any Titans fan that's rejoicing for h- him joining your club, the, have a fucking <sighs> long, hard look at yourself. The Titans must be absolutely... Because when things get tough for the Titans next season, as they inevitably will... Yeah, they're going to have a pretty impressive roster, but every team has their ups and downs. Would you like that bloke next year in the trenches?
0: You know, when the trenches already have like Jamal Idris in the trenches as well, I'll be like, how many more of these do we need? Yeah, like ab- there's
1: no there's no room for people that actually like, want to fight. Absolute, these guys are just laying around.
0: Absolute, absolute fucking liabilities.
1: Unbelievable. Um, I just the the missed tackle on Eastwood was probably uh, that that passage of play. Eastwood went through, Dave Taylor missed a tackle, Mm -hmm. and Greg Inglis is the guy that runs and chases to the bitter end. Mm -hmm. When the game's well and truly gone, and that's the fucking difference between a real origin player and a guy that gets picked for origin.
0: And it showed that, I mean, you know, for the for the first time in a long time that Inglis is definitely, you know, at a club where he sort of feels like it's, you know, he sort of feels the passion for, you know, and really digging in. He's he's fucking phenomenal
1: absolutely phenomenal player last season we we gave him a lot of flack for being basically fat and unfit and that didn't really change much over the course of the season he had a big off season he he started the season looking really fit and he's had a great year and south of their success has been in large part off the back of what he's been able to do he's been unstoppable in patches in games this this season and you know it's not just because he's a, he's a gifted athlete and is a, a fucking magnificent rugby league player. It's plays like that where you chase down a guy that, you know, the game's over, you've got every right to give up and start thinking about Barley. Yeah. As Dave Taylor probably did at about the 50th minute mark. And he chases to the bitter end and, and you know, wasn't that far off actually stopping him getting the ball down. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Dave Taylor, he's, he's going to the Titans. I'm, I suspect his head's been there for a couple of weeks, but... He, um, <clears throat> you know, like I said, any Titans fan that's rejoicing um, for him joining the club, then Cartwright's got a lot of work to do with him. And, I, you know, his attitude was a big reason why things fell out with him at the, at the Broncos. Um, that hasn't happened at South. He's he's still been held in high regard, but some of his performances in recent times have been pretty ordinary, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Um, the Dogs, to their credit, they got the centre victory um once that little passage of play um came off for of them before half time and, and they really ran away with it it was impressive that they showed a, a real killer instinct and put Seas to the sword as as a good side should um as we mentioned some some of the ridiculous refereeing decisions we we speak about them every week the 8 point trial was one that penalty that, that Seas got from Morris blocking on yeah, that, yeah, hit, that, was, that, that like, that's come pretty... on man if we're giving penalties for that
0: and that's did yeah, that that it, that that happens every single bomb of every single game yeah. every, every single week why that ever happens. That,
1: why is that one get picked?
0: Yeah, I don't you know. know. It
1: wasn't even a particularly bad case. Yeah. Of, of someone running someone off the ball. Yeah.
0: And um, and just what we're talking about other decisions as well. That decision for the other other parrot try as well. If that's a fucking try, I mean, mm. if, if Jared Hayne didn't score that try in Origin, yeah. Then Sam Parrot didn't score that fucking try because yeah. it was Agreed. absolutely identical. A
1: lot of people were blown up about the pass.
0: Yeah, the pass was far, pretty far forward too. Yeah, but so he, I mean, the the step of the foot on the sideline kind I've of overshadowed sure that a bit. the
1: pass, but he, it, was, he it was still,
0: it was still I, th- I definitely I still thrown. that
1: was part of his boot touching the sideline.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was definitely thrown pretty far forward that pass too. Yeah. But I think the the whole foot on the sideline thing became the focus, so a lot of people, you yeah. know, then went back to it later. But um, and you know, the forward pass, it's you know, spilt milk anyway. At that point, I mean, how about Greg? East, would though? He yeah. threw
1: that pass to set up the try, yeah. busted through and set up Pritchard, Pritchard for his try, and yeah. then scored the try at the death. Like yeah. he's had a pretty impressive game.
0: Pretty good game, <laughs> yeah. It's certainly, certainly a better Remember game. Remember when he came that. back
1: and he'd been playing prop in England,
0: yeah. and he, and when he played that game for um for New Zealand against Australia, yeah. which was his first game when he played back, and he just looked like this gigantic fucking Idris, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> gigantic Dave Taylor, pie eater. <laughs>
1: He's turned it around. And he had a, you know, he had some really good touches in that game. George
0: Rose like saw the footage yeah, of that yeah. game and said, <laughs> "Motherfucker, you fat." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gee, that guy's a fat prick. <laughs> so yeah, um, do you have anything else you'd like to say about the game itself? No, um, I'm South done. Sydney were robbed. Um, unfortunate for the. Uh, I, I
1: don't know that South Sydney were robbed. I think they were hard pressed to, to win the game, as it was. But um, and I don't
0: want to sound too South friendly. I don't well want, you are, you're at the
1: risk of sounding that.
0: Don't get the impression of I'm being South friendly, because I was want to say, did you watch all the Channel Nine coverage for that game? Or did you just pop in at kickoff?
1: Just at kickoff.
0: So you missed you didn't watch it from seven thirty from all that shit that was no. happening Oh my god, the fucking montages and the old historical South shit and playing the South you know, the rabbits victory song and shit. It was an absolute rabbit o's wank fest and it made me sick to my stomach. Um you know, someone on Twitter actually makes a comment about it that you know it's possibly true, but I thought it was it was really ridiculous the way that Channel Nine were trying to push the South uh, South uh, Wheelbarrow. Around.
1: Yeah, they really were, and you know, it's probably it's it's poor poor journalism or poor coverage from the media when you've got a side that's it's just. I know you won't agree, but the Bulldogs, what the Bulldogs have done this season, is a good story, and. You know they deserve as much coverage as, as what South Sydney do, um, just because CS have been fairly unsuccessful for my lifetime. That yep. doesn't mean that they should get saturate, saturation
0: in the media. They shouldn't I, I get anything. They should get nothing. As I said, they shouldn't even be in the comp. <laughs> I'm yeah. happy
1: to say it should be an even <laughs> spread.
0: Twitter, Bempsonmeister. A few years ago, a Dogs versus Storm final would have been decided by a trolley dash around Harvey Norman. Hash cheats. Ah, pop sh that's r-p-o-p-s-h great crowd tonight 70k if it's half and half that's a shitload of fuckhead south fans three quarters of the redfern centrelink office oh, ouch it's funny there wasn't that many tweets about this game people kind of then switched their focus to what it meant for the grand final yeah. um Southo dan how much did the titans fork out in brackets lol fork for, for taylor <laughs> um i can be lazy and miss tackles for a lot less Tandy's Hot Tips. Get your turbans, kebabs, and knives ready. Canterbury are playing in this year's NRL Grand Final. Hash, ain't got shit on Muslim riots. Uh, Scotty Eel. I'd hate for someone to step on my right nut as hard as the milkman just stepped on the sideline. Amen. Hash, sort the shit out, NRL fuckheads. DJ X-Plane. This could have been the record for combined player salaries in a Grand Final. Maybe still is. Hash, cheats, and Hash, thieves. Uh, Three-card magic trick. South were unlucky to, unlucky to lose Reynolds. Changed the game, no doubt. But we were the better team on the night. Bring on the GF! Exclamation! 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 Uh, a Frenchie 91. And refs screw another game with their shit calls. Three final games in a row with major screw ups. Now fuck this at NRL
1: yeah it has been a really bad light on the on the final series it's Yeah, I mean, there was, you know on the whole
0: season really but. There, were, there were some poor things that happened uh, all season long but it seems like they really have saved the monumental fuck ups to last mm. like I don't think the season had well, did the season have anything individually Tigers round as bad one. yeah okay that was pretty bad yeah fair enough um, and what do we got Scotty Yule again did Cassiano spend his week off at KFC As he always looked that fat all oh, year hash athletes in decline He's a big man. Yeah, he Cassiano. is. He is. Uh, and just just quickly, uh, the Toyota Cup match. West Tigers defeated the Chooks to make the grand final. Yes, they did. And is. I said, uh, Kurabi Takiri got a hat-trick. And uh, also on the what weekend... Good players do. We had another game. Uh, we had the uh, Australian Prime Minister's 13 team. They uh, scratched out a 24-18 to 18 victory over Papua New Guinea. Yeah, at Lloyd scored Rootson a try Open in Port the last Northby. seven or eight minutes, I think, to, to win it. It was actually like the last one minute. Was it? Yeah. The, the, um, the Kumuls scored with about seven minutes to go to, okay. tie, to tie it up. It was 18-all. Yeah, and um, Yeah, and so it was 18-all at that point. Uh, Lockie Coote uh, put up a, a cross-field kick. Uate uh, uh, got it. He uh, out uh his opponent and... Um, and basically, the ball got knocked to the ground uh, off the Papua New Guinea player. Uate reached out, got his hand on the ball, scored the try. Uh, Scotty Prince converted it, and uh, that was uh, the victory for Australia, twenty-four points to eighteen. It's funny though. Um, uh, Australia—they raced out to a pretty good lead. They were midway through the first half, they were out to a twelve-nil lead. And the Kumuls, of course, you know, as they are, they, they don't have any overseas-based players in their side no. at the moment. Um, but yeah, I mean, they came back well. Um, Australia end up. Uh, Going you know 12 four and then 16 four in front and um, and now 18 four ahead at, at half time so the Kummels really dug deep to get back into the game and goal kicking really did cost them dearly as well because uh I think uh, where are we they had uh one goal they had uh what five tries no four tries four tries and one goal and Australia yeah four tries four goals
1: imagine how fucking nuts the crowd would have been going yeah with a close game like that. Yeah, well, in. they go crazy when they're getting done
0: 188-0. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, I don't have a crowd figure here, but I would imagine that whatever the crowd figure would be, it would probably be fairly inaccurate because, um, you know, there'd be a lot of guys. i said 16,000, around 16,000 passionate rugby league fans. So, not bad. Well done not once again to the guys for winning the game. I mean, uh it, gee, it would have been a famous victory if uh, if the Cornwalls could have got over the line. Manly fans can't cross the fucking bridge where the Cornwalls can... Kick- Fucking
1: walk the Kokoda Track through a jungle, 15 fucking swamps.
0: Because that's where the football field... Where they played, Be- and no
1: shoes to get to a game.
0: Because that's where the football field was, where this was played, right? Middle
1: of the Kokoda Track, Nathan.
0: Okay, cool. I'll have you believe. Well, there you go. It's
1: not even really a field, it's an airstrip.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Um, so, yeah, you know, I thought we'd just have to just mention that game. Uh, good on Australia. Australia... Good on the Kumels. Australia Q, I think they probably would have been if you going on an Australian ABC, yeah. A, B, C. Yeah. I mean, because I think they pretty much had the play from for them. Exactly. And, they, and, and, and Scotty Prince... they repre- starting to
1: pick Sharks players for Australia. Sc- Give me a break.
0: Uwate representing after his season. <laughs> they even had... Um, even Betty White was even playing in this game. Well, he was sort of selected. Best hitter of the game. But actually, that that, remind, that, that reminds me too. <laughs> he left the field after three minutes with concussion. Um, uh, after coughing a heavy knock while making a tackle. Oh so um, so he, he came back 10 minutes later, but then he only lasted another two minutes before going off and not playing any further part of the so game. he played a total of five minutes. He had, he had two spells, totally five minutes, over about a 20-minute period <laughs> in the game. Quality so, play
1: too, no doubt. So quality, yeah. I bet he put
0: together a quality five minutes. So yeah, Betty White uh, has done nothing to dispel his uh, Betty Whiteness. <laughs> Previews. The 2012 Telstra Premiership National Rugby League Grand Final takes place on Sunday afternoon, of course, with the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs taking on the Melbourne Storm. So, the sides. I think the dogs named uh, an identical side to last time. You've got Dean Halletower sitting out there on uh, in 19th, uh, in 19 Jersey. He deserves uh, a run. He does deserve a run, but whether he gets in, I'm not sure. Because um, Josh Jackson's, you know, he's gone from being like a benchy guy that sort of got in there because of necessity. Now he's actually in there and he's starting and he's playing well. So I, I can't see uh, him losing his spot. I think that uh, Dean Hallattow will literally, yeah, you know, he'll he'll just be the, you know, that 18th man. I in case they in the premiership ring yeah well you know
1: maybe they can just buy that one on ebay they have to win
0: <laughs> they have to win you know, they, they, no, no use worrying about that until they've actually yeah, it's like, it's like Peter, whoever it was worrying about space for his premier's tattoo
1: yeah not necessary needless to say that
0: space is still available <laughs> exactly exactly so you do something else um, so uh, Storm they have a lot of players named. Uh, they've got their, their seventeen, and then going from there, they've got Cost Jason in eighteen. They've got Fanua in nineteen, uh, Vava in twenty, and Anthony Quinn in twenty-one. I dare say Anthony Quinn will not be taking the field in this game. Uh, Fanua potentially won't be either because I think Sisawaga is okay to. I think he's okay to go um, because he only injured himself in the warm-up. I think last week. And, yeah. um That's the only way Fanua got on. He's Martin. Totally, so I, I think I think he's going to be back um, so otherwise I'd say their, their side would be pretty much the same as it was as well with, you know with the, just a quick change there of uh, fanura and Sisawaka. waka
1: look grand final day is always a special day um regardless of what you think of these two sides there's a lot of hate there's a lot of people saying they're not interested in watching the game
0: yeah and and it's and it's not players it's not people that you know just from teams that you know have fallen in the finals either no, like there's a, there's a it's very, not there's
1: Manly fans. there's a like wide,
0: fans. There's a wide spectrum of people who are not mm. interested in things. And, you know, it, they're both very hateable sides. I mean, they're the two sides in the history of the game that have um, cheated the worst, as far as salary cap uh, has mm. been concerned, and who've been busted for it the worst. Um, you know, people have very, you know, long memories when it comes to things like that. You know, as, you know, for the same reason that Ben Johnson is, you know, stigmatized to this day as well. Yeah. Um, You know, people don't like to see cheating in in, uh, professional sports. Definitely. Uh, And of course, you know, no doubt about it, it goes on certainly more than people are caught. But when someone's caught, so conclusively as well, then yeah, it takes, you know, it'll never be forgotten. Um, You know, Melbourne Storm have the opportunity to win their second premiership in their club's history. And their first uh, in uh, this century. So that's, uh, you know, exciting for them. Bulldogs have already got one. But, you know, it's a long time ago.
1: Eight years is yep. a long time. They're probably due. They well,
0: are. It's longer uh, for Melbourne. You know, yeah. I mean, when you talk longer, about that legitimate from, one. It's longer for Melbourne. I mean, they haven't won one since 99.
1: There's a lot of, a lot of valid storylines to this game. Obviously, um, with everything that went on at the Bulldogs to get Des Hasler across, um, he's pretty much revolutionised the way they've played um, within an off-season, plus a, a bit of a sketchy start to the season. Once it all clicked for them... Um, when they get it right, their attack uh, with the, the interchange of passing amongst the forwards and the variations that they have on the fringes um, with the outside backs is, is almost impossible to defend against. There's so many options and variations depending on how the defence reacts. and um, I think next season we'll probably see a lot of other teams trying to take a leap, um, employing that you know that style of play or a variation thereof. Um, and that's a credit to Des Hasler and his coaching. I know you're loath to give him any credit, but it's very fucking impressive to watch. He's a piece a team. of shit. Sorry.
0: He's a piece of fucking shit, dude.
1: Yeah, you've said that once or twice on the show. Um, I, I, p- I can't I, believe you don't mention it more often and voice your displeasure at the man. I piss on him. Um, Melbourne, they've you know their fans will have you believe they've been through a lot. I, I'd, I'd have you believe it's self-inflicted, but oh, of course, yeah, absolutely. Is. <clears throat> so I, I have no sympathy for them. The fact that they, you know, I guess for them it would be very satisfying having had their other premierships of recent times stripped, um, and and have to, you know to release players and and build around Slater, Cronk, and Smith, um, three of probably the top five best players in the fucking world. Yeah. mind you. but um, you know the the fact that they've had to assemble a squad of of role players around those three guys, and and they're in line to to win a you know a legitimate premiership. Um, after everything that's gone on it would be very satisfying for them and their fans I guess um, and and that's another you know storyline which which will play out on the day but uh, you know I'm looking forward to the game I, I always look forward to Grand Final Day um, you know as far as you know my team's participation I've seen it once in my fucking lifetime so <laughs> I've, I've found a way to love Grand Final Day for what it is Yeah. Um, not necessarily for my team's participation <laughs> and <laughs> so um, one of my best mates is a Bulldogs fan, um, and so I'll be, uh, I'll be hoping the Dogs get up, uh, for him, and, uh, obviously hoping the Tigers, uh, under-20s and, uh, New South Wales Cup teams get home.
0: Yep. What about Mate, yourself? Don't care. Do not give Can a... going to f- pick a winner? Don't give a fuck who wins. It's you like... You're going to pick a winner, it, though. It's like AIDS versus cancer. Um, I think the Storm Man, will You're win. such
1: a repugnant mole.
0: It's like, um... Uh, you know, and you know what, for the fans, I'm really happy for the fans of both sides, except for the people, except for the ones who are cunts. But, um, you know, we we know lots of fans from from both sides and they're generally all top people. And so, uh, you know, I really congratulate them because, um, you know, it is fun. Like, grand final week's fun. And, you know, it's fun going to the grand final if you're lucky enough to have tickets and stuff like that. And it's fun to have meetups and, you know, all that sort of shit. That shit's awesome. And, you know, that's, you know, I would have loved to have done that again this year. I mean, that's yeah. the part that I really miss. I mean, like actually catching up with a lot of people, that, you know, I was looking forward to catching up with. but um, Not Canberra. No, 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 never Camber. Um, I only fucking saw him the other week at the Titans game. We talked oh, yeah, about. Sorry to hear, sorry to hear that. <laughs> um, but yeah, the teams no, I themselves. The, of. the teams themselves, the, the coaching staff. Um, you know, I, I fucking despise them. They make me sick to my stomach. Uh, you know, all, all players on all sides. I mean, they're not putting they're not putting the ottoman in, this, in the in their side. Uh, which is the only possible reason I could think to support any side over another
1: you see the ottoman uh, his little twitter outburst yeah that's fucking funny
0: that's funny and then people start getting bruised vaginas over over the fact that he's going hard on these idiots that were trying to rile him up yeah and he's had to be like the guy that's like oh you know I'm sorry bullshit man fucking more more power to you man they had it coming and you weren't that bad amen wasn't like he was talking about reaching for the gas mask or anything so I mean you know he kept it within reason um, so yeah, back to these How sides. It uh, it's, like, it's like choosing. It's like choosing AIDS versus cancer. I don't want either. Um, I don't care who wins. Um, e- whoever wins, we all lose. Um, and at the end of the day,
1: as a rugby league fan, who are you going to pick to win the game, Nathan? Melbourne. Wow.
0: I think. I just think that their their like structure uh, and defence can neutralise anything the Bulldogs can throw at them. Plus, I think their attack is... I mean, the Bulldogs are, are vulnerable to have points scored against them. I mean, they've they've led in some very easy tries over, over the, the year and even over the final se- series.
1: I think if um, Melbourne do win the game, I think they'll have the West Tigers to thank. I think the West Tigers uh, exposed the Bulldogs' frailties in their regular season game not a month or so ago. Which one? The one they lost
0: or the one they lost? Uh, the,
1: the second <laughs> one they lost. Uh, you know, quite... Uh, Convincingly? Reprehensively, quite reprehensively. <laughs> um you know, with some dodgy refereeing decisions, but we won't mention those. Uh, yeah, well I think that, you know the Tigers. You know, with Team machines is no longer the coach there, but you know that was his you know final crowning glory. You know, a loss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, seriously though, I think uh, I think the Bulldogs will be too good for the Storm. I think they'll. Uh, I think it'll be a fairly tight game. but it's probably going to be about um, eight to ten points in it. I don't think either team's going to blow the other out by any stretch and uh, yeah, I think I just think the dogs will get home.
0: Yeah, I don't care about the game. Don't care who wins. Whoever wins, we all lose. And you know what? I think if you We've invest, that. if you invest yourself in in the outcome of this game on the side of one team or the other, um, outside of a gambling thing. I mean, like gambling is great. You know, you get your money, and yeah, it's a, that's a great non-emotional way of you know giving yourself some interest. We're having
1: money on Ben Barber and Billy Slater as first tries. Yeah,
0: see, I'm I was thinking of throwing some uh, throwing some cash on maybe Hoffman as Clive Churchill. He tends to be able to jagger, wow. jagger a, jag a uh, man in the match performance mm. in games where there's um, you know, where they're not blowout games. In, yep. in blowout games, you know, you're going to see like you know your Billy Slaters or you know Cooper Cronks getting the the awards.
1: It just it yeah that it does tend to be a bit of a media darling a lot of the time.
0: Yeah, but um Hoffman, I mean you know he's picked up some man in the match awards. I think he probably won the players. Player of the year for the Storm, in the, okay. you know, I think he will.
1: Um, West Tigers Junior,
0: Ron Hoffman. Uh, and so I think I think he's probably good value for money. But yeah, of course you can always throw your you know your barbers and all that sort of stuff. Because if Canterbury win, then you know no doubt he'll have some you know, role to play in it. Um, but yeah, the thing is, in emotionally investing yourself in and you know jumping on a bandwagon and all that sort of shit. You know you know how I feel about people in their second teams and everything. They make me sick. But emotionally investing yourself in one of these teams winning the game is fraught with heartache. Because in a couple of years, it's going to be fucking asterisk anyway. So... (laughs) And there you have it. Let's move on. And that's the bottom line. (laughs) Because Stone Cold said so. All right. um, Just quickly, the under-20s Toyota Cup is is going to be the third-place Canberra Raiders versus the fourth-place West Tigers. I'm backing Canberra Raiders by a million here because uh, it is the one game on this day that I have interest in given the fact that uh, the fantastic Michael Cheekham for Canberra, who will be coming over to Manly next season, will be playing in this game. And so it makes it very interesting for me. And he's an absolute gun. And he's going to be the uh, the, the T-Rex that we deserved, not the T-Rex that we got. So he would be Chee-Rex. And he also uh, could go by Ice Chi. And he's already he's on Twitter, and he's already really interacted with Manly fans and everything. I don't think the fucking dude knows what's going to hit him when he comes over. I he's gone from, you know, under-20s player feeling no love from the Raiders. And man it's the second he signed on with us, the Manly got people on Twitter have just embraced the guy. And uh, I don't think he can... He can't wait to get over the peninsula. He's going to love it. And so I hope he gets a hat trick. Are you fucking serious? What?
1: Are you fucking serious? About what? It's a game between the Canberra fucking Raiders <laughs> Yeah. and the West Tigers. Yeah. And we've put blood, sweat tears, heart and soul into the number one rugby league podcast on the planet together, side by side, yeah, in the trenches, yeah, for fucking three seasons now, yeah.
0: Where are you going? And with my this?
1: team it's makes your... the under twenties grand final, <laughs> and you can't find it within yourself. If we were there, hope I'd go that for the it. West Tigers take out some sort of fucking title this season. <laughs> when I sat there. Twelve months ago, yeah, in the midst of those fucking unwashed, pompous cocksuckers, <laughs> and cheered for your team because you're like a brother to me, and this is what we
0: come to. Yeah, but it's well, not. It's fuck not, you, Nathan. It's not first. Fuck gra- it's not Kids, first, gra- Nathan. Nathan. Fuck you. All right. Let's move on. Raiders um, don't have a lot of, uh, of first-grade experience. Are we still talking about this game? Just Who just cares me. about the Raiders?
1: The Tigers are going to win that game by 30
0: points they got Ed- Edric Lee, sensational. Big deal. <laughs> Cheekham, sensational. Um, really, they don't have a lot of first-grade experience. Your guys, though, you've got... Uh, uh, a Betty, I mean, that motherfucker... He should just dominate in the twenties level because I mean he's he's going to have
1: LeBron James this shit.
0: Yeah, exactly. The man among boys, Jacob Miller, who you love, he'll be playing halfback. Um, Who else have we got in there? Nathan Brown in fifteenth jersey. Who said he's going to be the coach? He's playing in the in NYC Grand Final. (laughs) Turns back the clock. (laughs) Sensational. Um, Now let's move on to the. the VB New South Wales Cup, just quickly. Once again, it's your guys. The eighth, and this is a great thing, is that the final system. Um, in first grade, it kind of went, you know, teams were knocked out in the order that they finished. It was always the lower-ranked team every week that got finished, and we ended up with one versus two. But uh, not the case in the New South Wales Cup. The seventh-placed Newtown Jets taking on the 8th place balmain Balmain-Ride-Eastwood Tigers. Unbelievable. Brilliant.
1: The Blue Bags. Who yeah. said they died in 1980? Well, they did. This is just a, this is a
0: ghostly apparition.
1: When they fought... The Western Suburbs Magpies to the death, and they've had the magpies some Magpies prevailed.
0: They've had some incredible um, narrow escapes too through this final series and beating more fancied sides. Uh, like the Bulldogs, they had uh, did they have three? Were they all minor premiers? Their sides, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they only get one through the grand final, so um, mm. you know, suck on that. But let's go the the Jets. The halfback Daniel Mortimer, he's actually had a good season for the for the Jets, but they've got they got a lot of oh, mean, he's a solid reserve grade player. A lot, of, a lot of first, first grade experience inside too. They got uh, Penny Tungave, uh Justin Carney. What happened to him this year? Just never got a crack. And you know, must have fell out of favour with Brian Smith. Never he's got a got crack. Legs back like and... a horse. Yeah, but I mean, he he's yeah. got hands like fucking horse too. Yeah, but he went all right from last year. I mean, like he's not not spectacular. Mm. But he scored a lot of tries. Uh, Mossy, he's playing in this game. You know, so it makes it, it makes it hard to go for the Tigers when you have got guys. You know, actual actual mascots of the show in this side. Dave Cellucci, Selya- Corey Butakiri, Jack Jack Bos. Yeah, this is that's the other game, motherfucker. Jack oh, it is too, yeah, sorry. Jack was uh, Anthony Cherrington, who uh, had an exchange with a uh, Australia on Twitter. Apparently, he was just absolutely fucking hopeless last week. So they were ironically saying that you know been being for Origin and all this sort of thing. So um, yeah. But yeah. Ouch. Now we look at uh, the Tigers. Sean Meaney's the captain. Who would have known that he would reach such lofty heights after he played for the toiled toiled relentlessly for the lower grades at Manly, getting maybe. Two games in first grade ever. He's gone over the Tigers. He's kicking goals. He's captaining their resies. Loving it. Good on him. Um, who else? Simona, your mate. Simona. Tom Humble. He's uh, he's playing uh, five-eighth. 8 uh, Junior Moors. He's their prop. Masada Yosefa. He uh, obviously drops back there. Fucking hell. Ray Cashmere. It's like half the West Tigers first grade side. Ray, Ray, Ray Cashmere. I mean, he's, he's, he's pulled out. I don't out, know pulled, if that's a good thing. Pulled out of the and at the mines. And uh, he's over at the resies now for the Tigers. Uh, playing yeah. in the grand final though, no less. Dane Chisholm in the number 20 jersey. How about that? And what else have we got here? That's about it.
1: Wasn't that Wayne Chisholm that used to play for South?
0: I was saying Dane Chisholm. Wayne Chisholm, that's old school, though. That's like yeah. old, old school, isn't it? Like, that's yeah, I like, thought
1: you were saying, oh, they old dude. No, no.
0: I was like, you got the name wrong, dude. He, how old he be? Oh, 48. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, far, far too old, even for even, for, even for Rezzy's level. Um, so, yeah, I mean, see, so you've, you've got two teams to cheer for on today, so that's not too bad.
1: Yeah, but no. Yeah, apparently that's not good enough for you to fucking throw your support behind me. No, I'll support him. I'll support, no, fuck you. I'll support you in reserve, Take right? your support and bash it up your ass. All right.
0: Go blue bags. Fucking, you made me do this. I was going to go for the Tigers, but look what you've made me do. Now the baby blues of Daniel Mortimer. Oh, hasn't he got <laughs> okay. some baby blues? He's fucking oh, dreamy. I'll tell you, what. I'll tell you that, that dream boat is going to take them to glorious glory. That is full time for episode 106. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter. So follow at TWI League on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash this week in league. And um, we cracked our 1,000 mark. So that means that essentially we're miles away from whatever the next milestone we set is. Cracking
1: up a couple of days now. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even know what that next milestone will be. I guess, you know, maybe 10,000. Maybe we can try for like 1,100 by the time the season kicks off next year or something.
1: 10,000.
0: 10,000, well, yeah, I mean, you know, we're not going to achieve 10,000, like, next season, I wouldn't imagine. You're such a fucking glass-half-empty sort of bloke. All right, all right, iTunes, got a review from A Jealous Cat, five stars, awesome podcast. You guys have been keeping me company as I travel around Europe, love getting the looks as I crack up laughing, keep it up, hash, go manly.
1: That was
0: really good until that last little bit. I liked it. Tipping. Let's not fucking worry about us because we're out of it. Uh, We're down to the final battle, though, with realistically there's only probably two people in the running for the gold medal. We have a tie at the top. This week, Whitey took back the lead. He reclaimed the lead and now has 132 points. It's Me Cookie Bra dropped to second place, also on 132. So it comes down to differential. So Whitey has a differential of 291. It's Me Cookie Bra has 338. So I have to say... It's going to come down to if they pick different sides and, you know, one team wins and one team loses. Right? Wow. If they tie, it's Quite not... to the death. Yep. Yeah, if it comes down to differential, you know, given that the differential is, like, over 40 points, I can't see a team winning by, you know, <laughs> smashing a team by that much in the margin thing. Um, in third place, one point off the leaders, we got Kylie M. In fourth place, another point back, we have Dougie. And uh, tied with him in fifth place, we have Todd H1987. He's also on 130. So... Uh, Kylie M, I guess, you know... No chance. Unless there's a massive blowout and the top two guys, you know, go the other way that she does and, you know, get it wrong. Uh, you know, it's very unlikely she's a chance. So it's going to come down to these guys. I would love to see Whitey and It's Me Cookie Bra select different sides. So it comes down to a straight shootout. You know, whoever wins the grand final wins the comp. But, um, you know, no problem. <laughs> then again, if I was if I was Whitey... I'd be fucking just trying to get that information. It's yeah. <laughs> picked exactly the same team, <laughs> going no lose situation. Um, fantasy. It's amazing how the, the this table for the fantasy comp fluctuates on a week by week basis. Mm. People go from the outright lead to like out of the top ten. It's ridiculous. Uh, this, so this week, the the number one team is uh, the Wendells, uh, coached by someone by the name of Michael. There you go. And they're on, they're on top of the table by about 24 points. Uh, they're not, not very good scores uh, this week either. Um, terrible scores. You know, not a lot over 400. Uh, the Powder Puffs are second. That's uh, Gavin. Uh, so then we've got third, FUBAR, which is Gabe. Uh, then uh, Toto's Terrors, who Todd. Uh, the Jack Officers. That's uh, Jason G. Han P. I.'s team. Yes. Uh, they're in fifth. And then we go down, we've got Fantasy King in 6th is Chris team dev there's always trotter's team in 7th okay. uh dens He's uh, it's Chris. He's uh, in eighth. He's all right. The plural of fusion, which is Curtis. He was uh, he was uh, third, I think, last week, and uh, he's dropped to ninth, and I'm tenth. So that's all right. I'm still in there. And uh, the, di- hell. the difference Reasonable
1: between top ten with a sprinkling of cockheads.
0: The difference between first place and tenth place is about uh, one hundred points. You can make that up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you d- definitely can. And this week, you know, there's only two teams to choose from, so I imagine the teams might be similar-ish. Mm. But I've I'm really happy with the team I've selected. Like every player in it is a gun. So I don't know how they not fit them under the cap but there you go it worked and finally shop buy some stuff buy shirts
1: we have a new distribution arrangement we do whereby you'll get your order faster exactly so you won't find that out until you start placing orders
0: <laughs> exactly and any orders that, are, that that haven't gone out I imagine they'll be fixed up very very yes, quickly yes we've just
1: replenished uh, stock of the small to medium curved brim hats well, when I say we have it should be here on Friday Awesome. So, um, that we are all stocked up again on all of our products. So start placing some orders, get amongst it. Um, you know, it's, it's never too late. Exactly. Show the twill love.
0: Exactly. And you know,
1: uh, we're a worldwide phenomenon. People in England, people get recognised people wearing in their England, shirt. Olympic medalists
0: are wearing it Exactly. You know,
1: marathon runners, bearded marathon runners that can't afford pants are wearing our shirt.
0: Oh, that picture was delightful. It, well, it, it,
1: it was, it was a little bit. I've got a blown-up <laughs> picture. You know, I've got a copy on my wall above my bed. Actually,
0: I watch, I'll, I'll have to track it down and I'll stick it on the website for uh, with this episode, so people can just uh, go to this week. Anyone else?
1: that's probably better looking than Sam that wants to f- post a photo of them with no pants on, wearing our shirt. Is also welcome to do so. <laughs> yeah, we should do sure. We, should. Please, we should
0: probably make a page on the site. that says, you know just for yeah, absolutely you know, photos that people submit. Do we stick up there?
1: Wearing our match?
0: Exactly. I like. And it. Uh, wearing it in crazy locations, or you know, yeah, in the commission of crimes, you know, stuff like that.
1: Not that we condone the crime. No,
0: don't. I mean, we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna bail you out. Just send us no. a picture. Yeah. If like you're doing the crime. Cool. Easy. Like right you maybe maybe you got like a tin of spray paint and you're putting like you know, hash tigers in decline on like you know, Parliament House or something. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Or the Opera Make House. famous, bitches. Or the, or the Opera House or something, you know, or like or on, on the Canterbury Leagues Club. Or, <laughs> you know. Or the Tigers Leagues Club. <laughs> or the Tigers Leagues Club. <laughs> or, you know, maybe you get some petrol and you go on Leichhardt uh, Oval.
1: Okay, okay, let's move on. I was just going to say you get petrol. We pe- don't want you to do any of that stuff. I was just saying. It's just, just joking. It's just jokes.
0: I was just saying you get just pe- you get petrol and you run it on Leichhardt Oval and you put hash tigers in decline and burn, you know, like, you know, kill the grass with petrol. Oh my God. That would be fucking fantastic. Then you have to get a helicopter and take an awesome shot, you know, above it so we could see it and yeah. sensational.
1: You've got a really fucking strange imagination. Let's let's move
0: on. All right, so that's it. Uh, see happy, you next week. Happy Grand Final, everybody, and uh, yeah, see you next week. Oh, and before we go, also we uh, have the obviously the prestigious, the most prestigious awards in uh, in rugby league uh, ever, and uh, yearly, of course, uh, the Twilly Awards. The third annual Twilly Awards are coming up. They will be. Um, On an episode, the winners will be revealed on an episode uh, two weeks from this episode, so two episodes time. Uh, We'll have a grand final wrap-up next week, and then the Twilly Awards ceremony episode will be the week after. And uh, the categories have been pretty much decided. The nominees are pretty much decided, and we'll be putting them up probably, you know, potentially they'll be up by the time you're listening to this. And so you'll have a period of just under two weeks to... um, to, oh, to, to to vote yeah exactly and uh, yeah we'll obviously get our winners and uh, hopefully there'll be some uh, surprises in there
1: and obviously as part of the uh, the Twillies, uh selection criteria there's also a, uh, a listener survey that we we need everyone to uh, to fill out so we can tailor the show to your needs
0: exactly I'll probably throw a prize pack in for people who actually submit that that side of things because uh, well not for everyone. No, not for everyone, you but you know, we'll, we'll, choose, we'll choose a Yeah, we in the draw, we'll put a... What
1: the fuck? We're just encouraging people to buy our shit and now we're going to give it away to everyone.
0: No, what the fuck no. is wrong with you? A randomly selected person who uh, votes and you know does the whole uh, kit and caboodle shall be the lucky recipient of some tool merch. And, yes. You know, they may like it, they may not like it. Tough tit. If you're randomly <laughs> selected, you're going to get it. <laughs> All right, now we're really going. Okay, See bye. you next week.